Greetings, dear listeners, and a warm welcome to the latest installment of the Are You Really Living podcast. Today, we are delighted to introduce our distinguished guest, Irisa Medina. Ms. Medina is an alumna from Miami-Dade College, where she earned her Associate of Arts degree in Business Administration. She then transferred to the University of Central Florida, where she earned her Bachelor's degree in Business Administration Marketing. Back in August 2023, she recently completed an internship role with the Disney College program, positioned as Magic Kingdom Park Arrival Merchandise, where she gained exceptional leadership and networking skills throughout her experience. Currently, she is the Retail Associate for the Miami Heat, where she excels in her skills through fan-guest interaction and customer service hospitality. In the future, Ms. Medina hopes to work for Disney's marketing director roles, or Disney's ESPN Wide World of Sports. We are excited to delve into Ms. Medina's inspiring journey. Let's extend a warm welcome to our host, Mr. Enrio Longchamp, and our guest, Ms. Irisa Medina. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Are You Really Living? Today's guest is Irisa Medina. Uh, Ms. Medina is an alum of Miami-Dade College, and uh, she has a great story. So we're going to be diving into it now. So, Ms. Irisa, how are you today? And welcome to the podcast. Everyone, thank you, Mr. Longchamp, for inviting me to your podcast today. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. When you started Miami-Dade College, uh, did you envision you were going to be in the leadership role that you're in today? No, I did not. I was just interested in being a student ambassador or a student advocate at Miami-Dade College. So I was really interested in joining the Student Government Association. So I know being in that organization, I was going to be exposed to a lot of connections and resources. But is there anyone in particular that introduced you to SGA? or you find out about SGA on your own? Um, I saw, I first knew about SGA in high school. My cousin used to do SGA and I never got accepted into that organization over there. So when I started college, I went ahead and joined the, the organization at the college and that's kind of how I found my way. And was it the only organization you were part of at Miami-Dade College? I also did um, the ICED, which is the Institute for Civic Engagement and Democracy. That's a program if you want to be more involved with the community service that the campus gives or is hosting, you can go ahead and participate in events like that. Um, I think I was also in uh, the Alternative Breaks program. That kind of ties in with the ICED program. You go and every school has an Alternative Breaks program where you just you get together with a group of students and you fundraise for a whole semester and like a nonprofit that you want to give back to and then you travel somewhere and you go and give back to that nonprofit and you learn about like the culture that's over there wherever you're traveling to. Now for students that are listening to you now, how is it to join those organizations? Is there application process? Um, how can they be involved with those organizations? They can be they can know more of information by attending the student government meetings that they have every other Monday or every Monday. Those clubs, they actually come and give announcements that. They give announcements on when they're going to start recruiting for the alternative breaks or if they have any projects that they want to collaborate they go and announce it at the general meetings there. Okay. Now, is there application process? Also, do you have to be in good standing? Meaning, is there a GPA requirement to be part of that, those organizations, especially SGA? 
you have to, I know for student government, I'm not sure about the ICED program, but I know for student government, you have to show that you were a student either part-time or full-time. You have to show that you're a, like an active senator, like you're not just going because you want to like, you know, take advantage of like the trips or the opportunity. Like you have to really show that you're committing yourself to participating and showing that you're an active senator with the, with the, um, the leaders in student government. And once you show passion, you notice things and they start to open doors for you to be able to become an advocate for whatever were you part of the executive board uh, with SGA? No, I was not. Okay. I was just a senator. I applied to be a treasurer, but I didn't get it. Somebody won over me. <laughs> well, next time. Now, after Miami-Dade, where did you transfer for your BA? When I got my associate in business administration, I transferred to the University of Central Florida. I got my marketing degree there. Okay. So, and then after that, you moved back to South Florida? No. I got my bachelor's. I Six months before I graduated from UCF, I applied for the Disney College program. And then um, I actually was just interested in working for the company. But then my phone started promoting the Disney College program. And I started re- doing my research on that. And now, I saw that a, a great opportunity. For our listeners, what is that program? What does it entail? It's a paid internship with the Walt Disney Company. And you get to be exposed to not only be an employee there, but also networking with administrators and other founders of the company that you have to qualify by either being a student you can be an active student now or you have recently graduated from a college or university within the last six to 12 months so it's a lot of requirement but if you just search it up on youtube disney college program there's a bunch of vlogs and videos and how long is that program for? Um, it depends the student's background. If they're an American, they can do it between 6 to 12 months. If they're an international student, they only have like 3 months. There's more programs within Disney. It's not just Disney College program. There, there's the Disney International program. There's the Disney Culinary program. There's the Disney on the Yard for HBCU students. So there's different categories in the college of Disney. It's not just one section, different aspects of different students. So, and then there's the Disney professional internship, which is like a totally different thing, but we all live in the same Disney community in the house. It's very diverse. Okay. So what is your ultimate goal with that degree? degree? Correct. And also the Disney program. I look forward to possibly getting a job position in Disney as in like marketing or marketing analytics. Um, I still I have some background on sport marketing. So I know that Disney and ESPN are together. So I'm trying to network with people that I can, you know, help in that pathway of either marketing with the Disney company or marketing for ESPN, Wide World of Sports, which is now, I, I, was it difficult for you when it comes to balancing work and school? In other words, what advice would you have for someone that is having difficulty between work and school so they can manage their time better? Just write it down. Um, I know a lot of people like to use their phones to give reminders or put on their calendar on their phone. But I feel like sometimes you're so in the moment of being busy that you kind of dismiss that. So for me, I actually like to write it down on a pa- on a calendar paper. I like to write my deadlines or things that I know that coming up, I like to do it at least two to three weeks in advance. And I, if I see it every day, I know that that's something that I have to get moving to or get to completing. Um, I like to 
also do highlighting every time i complete something that's done for that day or for that week i highlight it if it's not highlighted then i didn't do it and that makes me feel more productive Okay, that's a great strategy in terms of highlighting what's neat, what's already done. And then especially during the end of the year, looking back, you'll be able to see everything you're able to get done and move forward to the next task, correct? Right. Okay, perfect. Now, in terms of volunteering work, how involved were you when it comes to volunteering um, being at Miami-Dade or at UCF? I was involved in different things. Like I had different opportunities. One of the biggest opportunities I got with Miami-Dade was traveling to Tallahassee. They um they needed students to advocate to get money for the school. We had to like learn some bills and we had to advocate for extra funding for the school because for, for whatever reason it was, we needed extra money for the campuses. And it was all, all seven, eight MDT campuses. We all traveled over there and we had to speak to um, the representatives and the senators of the Florida Capitol. And they it was fun. It was like leadership conferences. They trained you how to speak. They trained you how to network with those representatives. They taught you how to speak professionally when it was time to actually go to the building over there. And it was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that only you can experience if you were given that opportunity. And I was given it because I showed how committed I was as a senator. Even though I was not a leader or an officer because I I showed that effort they invited me to go and it was paid everything hotel travel so for someone who's having doubt in terms of Miami-Dade is not a good school, what would you say to that person? I would say um, don't judge it just because it's local or it's a community college. I feel like because it, a lot of people think like, oh, because they go to an expensive school that they're going to get like the best treatment or the best advisement. But it, it's not like that. Once you like go and find out who those people are that you need help with, they will like sit down and help you. That's how I do my relationship with Murphy. Like Murphy is not even my advisor anymore and he still helps out with like opportunities that he thinks that I'm able to handle or give myself more exposure he shares those events or ideas to me you know staying connected with people that way not losing that connection a lot of people just like to go and find help and then forget about it or not update other people about what's going on or thank you because you helped me with this and this is what got me here a lot of people just like use them for that and then they lose that connection but when you continue that connection people want to know what you're up to people want to know how you're doing or succeeding in your career so that's very important you worked with mommy heat do you think mommy heat is gonna make it this year in terms of the league you know winning the championship there the team is confident in themselves i'm just there to get as much experience as i can and i'm trying to network with like people that i want to eventually move on to like in my career so i don't really know now this is the fun part uh you know the show is called are you really living what exactly do you enjoy doing in terms of outdoor i like walking i like when it's a good day out the weather's good i like I don't really have a hobby if that's what you're trying to ask me because I don't know. I don't really do much. I just myself as a person. Not really a hobby in terms of do you like for, go for a bike ride or running or that type of stuff? I just. Or kayaking. I've gone kayaking before, but I don't really do it. I don't do outdoor stuff like that. Okay. So you do video games? Okay. I don't watch I don't really do much. I just do homework and, and study. And so what would you say is your favorite? 
that was going to be my next question. But before I get to the LinkedIn part, what what is your favorite subject when it comes to study? Mathematics. I like um, the marketing and math and all that. I both of my parents were very smart in that subject, so I carried on that. So, would you say you are? Can you tutor people? Are you that good that you can actually tutor people when it comes to math? No, I cannot. I cannot tutor nobody with math. I actually had to go to tutoring in Miami Dade. They have like labs there. I had to go to the lab resources to get extra help. Okay. So now this was going to be my next question in terms of uh, LinkedIn. So let's talk about how well do you know LinkedIn and how important do you believe LinkedIn is for your generation when it comes to job searching and also networking? It's, I think it's very important. If it's somebody that's never used LinkedIn before, I recommend you can get with somebody that does know how to use LinkedIn so they can help you at least start your profile and get your image out there as a professional. I attended many LinkedIn workshops, so I learned how to update and improve my profile and my image that I wanted to portray to my future employers or anybody who is looking to hire. I also, I actually got the position with the heat through LinkedIn, so I think that helps a lot as well. Um, Don't just connect with somebody on LinkedIn just because you want the followers. Actually connect with them because you see a common interest in there. You kind of know or you kind of grow the way that you post on there by looking at other people's posts and you kind of know what the hashtags mean, um, how people are talking to each other. Like LinkedIn is very, it's very big in that aspect. Like there's people that you don't even follow, but because you follow that person, it recommends you somebody else that they think that can help you as a networking relationship or anything along those lines. Now, what is the difference between the free LinkedIn and the uh, premium LinkedIn, in other words, when you have to pay for it? Um, The free LinkedIn, you can use the LinkedIn as anybody else. You can post on there. You can connect with people, but it's very limited with who you can connect to, as in like how um, advanced they are in their career. If they're like a very, you know, busy or big professional, it's going to be limited because you're not paying that premium to get access to that profile or to that possible connection. Another thing that you don't see when you don't pay the premium is it'll notify you Oh, somebody is viewing your profile, but it will not tell. It will not show you who, where, from what company they're looking at you from, or who the person is that pro, uh, viewing your profile. When you get the premium, you can see all of those analytics or the the impressions of your post. You get to see who's actually viewing your. Now, for somebody who's currently leaving high school and thinking about attending Miami-Dade or college, how, when would you tell them to start applying and how important it is for them to apply early? say apply right as, as soon as you finish high school usually finish high school in the summertime right you graduate in the summer I applied right in the fall I don't I didn't want to lose my focus in my studies so I immediately continued to you know continue my education and if anybody is scared to start college or is not sure if college is for them there's counseling for that I'm sure you could find it in your college or anywhere you ask around in advisement they know people that help with that they have counseling that can help you with how to adjust with your life or your schedule. Now, uh, how about now transitioning from Miami-Dade to a a university like you did from Miami-Dade to UCF? How early is it that you need to start looking at those universities? I started looking into UCF into my second year. 
of my associate. I noticed that the major that I wanted to get into, Miami Dade was not offering it. So I looked into FSU. I looked into UCF. I saw how good the marketing program was. So I uh, went ahead and I applied. I didn't get into UCF right away because of my housing situation. So I had to stay like an extra year behind. I um, I didn't waste time in that year. I ended up accumulating like a business certificate, like two business certificates with Miami-Dade in that time frame. And then when my opportunity came is when COVID started, I was able to fully move to UCF. Um, it was a hard transition because I had never lived alone before. So that's one thing that I advise people, like be mentally prepared that you're like what you're getting into here. It depends if you're staying with home with your family or if you're studying to go away. It was challenging for me to adjust to living on my own. But now it's, it's not hard anymore. You get used to it. You find your friends and people show you around and it's not that bad. How challenging was it for you when you became on your own? very difficult for me especially my first semester at UCF I was like very emotional because I didn't know how to live on my own how to provide my own food or how to get around it was very challenging but with the support of my family and my parents I was able to move forward and they guided me on how to be independent now as we are coming to a close I always ask all my guests that special question if you had any superpower what superpower would you want to have and why? I would want to be invisible because I want to um, know what's going on at all times or with nobody looking at me or knowing where I am. I'm kind of like an investigator. I like to know what's going on at all times. I think this is the this is the best power to have uh, being an investigator. Uh, so you could be discreet and find what you're looking for without people knowing what you're looking for, correct? Okay. Well, um, I would like to thank you as we come to a close uh, to stopping by the podcast. Are you really living? Uh, before we go, any advice that you have for students uh, when it comes to their education and college and university? If you feel in your heart that you're destined to do something in your career, even if it's not, if you think it's not related to what you're doing or what you're studying, don't be afraid to take that risk because I took that risk to do the Disney College program. It's not for everybody. You have to really know what you're getting yourself into. But I don't regret it because with that experience, I was able to work in sports like I am now. And I'm taking another risk to do it again, to go back to this, try to get back on my goal in marketing. It's, you're going to have some bumps in the road, but you have to put in your mind that you know that that's what you want to do. Like, I don't know if my your listeners are Christian believers, but I do believe in prayer. And as long as you pray for it every day, you know that it's yours and you cannot stop what you're doing until you know that you, that's what you want. And that's something that my mother instilled in me as a young girl. So that's the best advice I could give. Just like, don't listen to what people tell you. Don't, a lot of people have opinions and they don't understand your plan. But as long as you have that support that you need, even if it's just one person, that's all you need for you to be able to keep going. So that's the best all right, listeners, you heard, it, you heard it first here on Are You Reading Living? Um, the advice, follow your dream, don't give up, and have faith. So with that being said, thank you again for stopping by, and we'll be talking uh, sooner the next uh, next time you're available. Yes, please have me on to your podcast again. I really appreciate this time that you took here with And to all your listeners, you guys can follow me on LinkedIn. It's Edith Salmedina, I-R-E-S-A, Medina. I'm active on there you can connect with me 
and we can talk from there. Thank you so much. No, no. Thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Are You Really Living podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We would love to hear from you. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep growing. And most importantly, keep living your best life. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.